smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. What's going on, Grow Talk guys? We're talking about growing some fine cannabis today. This is the Dude Grow Show, Grow Talk episode 1321, dear God. When do we stop? Never, never is the answer, Scotty. Oh, yeah. How long do you think it'll be? We're having a little pre-show meeting saying, hey, man, we can't talk about the same thing twice. Never. Okay. We, we pulled a question about when to harvest. I'm over it. I'm tired of telling people when to harvest. I'm just kidding. Wait, wait, wait. You say we can't <laughs> talk it twice in the same show, right? Right, right, right. You got no, to recycle some learning. talk questions every now and again, you know? We're always learning with you all out there. Grower questions on dudegrows.com. Let me do a show rundown for you today. We're going to talk about, oh, we got a dank nug. We're always featuring your guys' dank nugs, which anybody can get up over on dudegrows.com. First one here, Gelato by Good Buzz Genetics. I like that name. Posted by Show Enough. Show Enough. Uh, and in Grower Questions, oh, no, Twisted Leaves. This don't look good. By Twisty McJoints. Maybe it's meant to be. You get it? You get it? I'm in the comments here in my head. I'm trying not to be Scottus Interruptus. Okay, fair enough. Don't let yes. it uh, hurt you too bad. We'll no, cover I'll that just, on the next. I'll, I'll just stay here, man. I'll just be here. Yes, <laughs> twisty leaves, man. Damn, every time I see twisty leaves, that's a, a nice telltale. I better be looking at my pH. I'll tell you about pH a little bit later, dude. Yeah, it could be a few things. Uh, recharge and tease for the finish by Deuce, Deuce and Roxy. Deuce and Roxy. And the droop. Oh, oh. By, by Twill420. And what's going on in Argros? Damn it. My grow is on the mend. It's I'm sure Scott's still going to criticize my plants a little bit, but that's okay. I deserve it. But I have a picture and an update of my grow uh, and things we can all learn from. Man, is it criticism? It, I guess it is. There is criticism. Criticism that doesn't is, have to be bad. Like I said, the comments, there is criticism with love, and then there's just criticism. <laughs> Most of the DGC criticize with love. So it comes from a, a place of trying to help. You know, sometimes it's what they call it, tough love. When you got to tell people something they might not want to hear, but you do it because you love them. Uh, yeah, that's what my wife tells me. Um, <laughs> so let's get into, oh, first off, join the DGC guys. Do, can I snap? There we go. Dudegrows.com forward slash. Support is making this show happen. Don't forget, I don't say it enough. I want you DGC producers already sign up supporting the show. Get us grower questions. Get grower questions on dudegrows.com. Get us news stories. Get us show content. That's why you're a producer. And message me over on Patreon. I'll take care of it. We'll, we'll, we'll build a show together. As well as when you guys sign up, man, membership has its benefits. Free seeds from Seeds Here Now for new members. 30% off Grow Dots and Recharge, which if you're growing, no brainer. And dope. Dope giveaways every month, Scotty. Last month, Ooh. we hooked up an AC Infinity tent and fan. This oh, month, man, three. That's dope. Yes, three Pulse units. Pulsegrow.com. I was giving away three Pulse ones, and Chris over there is like, look, got to hook up a pro. So one pro and two Pulse ones. These are environmental, environmental monitors dialing in your VPD. They don't control anything. Great app with your phone, though. They have tons of different set points for warnings, temp, humidity. And if you get into the pro, you can measure your PPFD, you can measure CO2 and graph it all, data log it all, make notes within app on your phone, get super geeked out. Uh, I have one of these, Scotty. Wait, you have a one, don't you? You have at least a one, don't you? I have the, what's the original one? The Pulse one. Like box one. Yep, I have that one. I'm holding Not a damn thing a wrong with Pro, that though, man. I think <laughs> I, you know, I just, that's why, they, that's why they don't hook me up. They know that I'm too lazy. To, I used a Pulse one for a while. And it is useful for me. It's I don't use all the data logging and all that. But if you have your lights on, you'll know. Do you leave your lights yeah. on? Lights yes. on at the wrong time, off at the yep. wrong time. Tons yeah, of ways. It's a great insurance for your grow. Wait, Sorry, I'm the pro. The pro, like I love my Pulse Pro. It uh, it can take instantaneous PPFD readings, spectral readings. It lets you know the DLI that your plants are getting for their current cool. light cycle. Yeah. Like it is really cool and data logging everything to where you can go back and have all of that environmental historical data to compare uh, with your notes on your grow to see uh, where you can improve things at. Pulsegrow.com, coupon code DUDE. If you don't win one of these, to win one of these, if you're signed up supporting the show, just go over to Patreon, comment on the post, you're entered to win, get hooking it up at the end of the month. Lastly, New show. New show's been kicking. 420 happy hour every Friday. Me and Super Gardener, Scotty's Guru hang out every once in a while. Uh, we sure. have free seeds every show. 
If you don't catch the live show at 420 Pacific time on Discord, you can always catch the repost on Monday and download any show. Just look in the show notes for the shared folder. Uh, that's it, man. That's it on dudegrows.com forward slash support. Okay. What do we got, man? What do we, we got, got today, some dude? Dank, man. Let's get into this. I got some dank in my bowl here, starting off with some weed light. This is Gelato by Good Buzz Genetics. Posted by Show Enough. Show Enough. Uh, this girl started... Well, these look nice and... Uh, Nice and furry. Uh, these girls started off very slow, was the smallest of the four in this run, and the last to really start forming flowers. But damn, she didn't finish strong. This one was definitely the yield winner of the four plants at 98 grams. Also the furriest buds I've grown so far. That The buds look like Bigfoot toes. <laughs> she smells kind of like cookies and tastes similar, but it's super subtle. Very smooth smoke. And the high in the eyes and his zone is his zone out bud for sure. Uh, grown with aquarium water. Damn, nice. Calmag, recharge, a little bit of lotus bloom boost here and there and flower. Thanks for checking me out. Did we we didn't feature that. We featured another dank mug I thought grown with only aquarium water, which intrigues my yeah, ass. Yeah, right. Well, there's nutrient, lots of nutrient in it, right? I do want to say that this reminds me when some a lot of a lot of red hairs on this bud, very furry. Uh, grower just the other day was talking about finishing times, and he's like talking about the red hairs. And there is no uh, safe to say, I believe, Guru, no correlation between red hairs and when to harvest, right? Zero at all. Check the trichomes on the calyxes specifically. Makes um, I love about the author here who's <laughs> showing up. He's got the little gnome. Holding the bud straight out. Says, newbie, hoping to grow some dank. Love the plant. I mean, your hopes have come true. Love the plant and now falling in love with growing it. Father, husband, productive member of my community and cannabis advocate. Love it. <laughs> love it. Excellent. Excellent, man. Uh, that kind of reminds me of uh, my island sweet skunk was pretty hairy bud as well. But very good. Very dank. Right. Uh, all right. First question. Twisted leaves by Twisty McJoints. Match made in not heaven. All right. Twisted <laughs> leaves means always means something's up. What up, DGC? Wow. And look at these leaves, man. Those are definitely right. really twisted. Um, I'm trying to flip my first photo run and I got issues. I want to flip health. I want to, I want to flip healthy ladies. Yes. You don't want to go to bloom until, you know, you know, you're on point. You want to be healthy, right. uh, but I'm getting some strange things happening. Um, for now, I'm growing in five-gallon rain science bags in royal gold basement mix. I'm feeding Neptune's harvest line of nutrients. All sounds quality. I'm using a boogie boogie blue plus for my tap water and adjusting. What's a boogie blue plus? Anybody? I don't know. Girl, you it, could, uh, you could, I'll, I'll give. No, it, it's uh, it's one of the Malibu composts, like a biodynamic. Compost. No, got it. Boogie blue. So it's from yeah. Um, for my tap water, I'm adjusting to 6265, 4x4 AC Infinity Tent, running two HLG 350Rs at 30 inches above canopy at 50% power. This all sounds great. Lights on, I'm at 74. That could definitely be warmer with those LEDs. Lights are depending on CO2. Lights off, 70. The two in the picks are Jasmine Silver Haze and Gorilla Kush, and both are bag seeds from my friendly neighborhood dispensary. I figured I it out. Uh, sorry, real quick interruption. The boogie blue is a like hose-end water filter, like carbon. Ah, uh, it's one of those uh, yep. takes to dechlorinator. Yep, I, I figured Hose. it out too, but I, I wasn't going to interrupt. <laughs> you stop it. Uh, I was hoping to flip this weekend, but not unless they're all happy. Any idea what might be going on? Stay lifted. His inputs all sound good, guys. We're looking at real twisted leaves on the, mm -hmm. the first plant here. I, from what he's he's giving kelp every single watering. Um and not giving in on his recharge day. There's kelp and recharge too. This looks to me like uh screwed around hormonally and pH wise by just giving it way, way, way too much kelp. It does not need to have kelp in every watering. It's in your soil media and recharge too. Uh it's just an overload of the hormones that are in there. This does look like pH though, no? Uh yeah, and just using that much kelp can mess with the pH too. And the crew helping out here in the comments, uh, we got Weaver Mountain Grow Up. Yeah, he's agreeing with you a little bit on um, the kelp as far as seaweed at each watering is what Twisty McJoints is doing um, as far as the hormones. Uh, yeah, what is that? That's the gibberellins and cytokins, right? And auxins. And yeah. they will make, if you give too much kelp, you'll actually see it looks like a 
hormonally imbalanced plant that gets all weird, man, sometimes. Yep. And let me shout out here to, damn, we got Maestro, Nehe, Weaver Mountain, Grow Up, uh, just Bank-topia. going back and forth. Oddly Oddish, Serpenter, Twisty again. As we guys make uh, posts on dudegrows.com under grower questions, great community to help you out. Hey, who, so, was, who was asking about the the mites, though? Someone in the comments was I think saying. that was Sunny in Bectopia. Do you have russet mites? You just might have mites. Yo, that's when you see weird stuff like that, it is time to get your scope out and really start looking because it very well could be mites. And, and if russet mites if, are tiny. If I was going to say, if you're looking for broad mites or russet mites, broad mites kind of with the 60 times loop, you might be able to see it. Right. Uh, you're not going to see russets. You need a uh, like 100x. Uh, no, may, no, no. If you have you, the eye, if, if you have you got the, eye. the eye, you can see them with a 60. <laughs> you can see that something is moving on there. You can't make a, a confirmed diagnosis of what's there. That's 60, because 60 I have PTSD. Times. I've had them. Like once you've had them, I <laughs> find you, you never forget. Maestro says kelp is alkaline and will raise the solution's pH until microbes consume it, producing acids in the process. Kelp contains an abundance of growth hormones as well that can cause funky growth when used in excess i am concerned though i agree thank you maestro in the pictures here we can see the plants there's a plant to the left of the first picture that looks you can't see much of it but the leaves look okay and in the comments twisty says he has two other plants that aren't exhibiting um these symptoms which is frustrating i just want to say none of these leaves look okay no, nah, they're all nitrogen deficient. Or, uh, no, they're all magnesium deficient. Okay, there's not enough color in them. I'll say so. Something's causing that. Yeah, there's the uh, magnesium. Specifically, how I'm how I'm deciding that. Uh, if you look at uh, like these in the top right hand corner of this right. picture, the leaves that are there. Do you see the space between the veins of the leaf and how that is where uh, sure. chlorosis is happening or sure. it's yellowing? Uh, that is indicative of a magnesium deficiency. But it can cause be caused by pH lockout. Definitely, it definitely could be caused by pH lockout. Calcium could be too. They're available at similar ranges with each other. So, but that looks that would uh, calcium would look like necrotic rust spots popping yeah. up on the plant, and it doesn't. Yeah, and he that. checked his runoff. His pH is at five nine. Soil, wait, the soil pH five nine and runoff was at six three. So no pH issues, man. Really scout for sure. Um, scout, and- man, scout for those mites. Uh, yeah, fill us back in, Twisty. I hope you can flip here shortly and get I your stuff. I do just want to say the pH range he's watering in at is a little low for that soil. Uh, where he's watering in at 6.2 to 6.5, you should be watering at 6.5 to 7. Um, that ain't his problem. It's, oh, it's definitely not his problem, but it could be contributing to like a totality of circumstances going on here. Right. Uh, Twisty says in uh, one more comment, uh, just in the conversation down here, that he scouted it with his loop and no bugs. As we said, you can't just, you know, you want a 60 times. In today's day and age, I don't have mine right by me, the little microscope, LED microscopes that Bluetooth or Wi-Fi to your phone are badass and cheap. Super yep. affordable. 40 bucks, and, yeah. Yeah, and easy, easy to use, and you can see well. And you want to scope under your leaves most, I don't say mostly, you can find bugs on top, but I found most hemp russets under the leaves. And in this not same situation, they really favored one plant, which again, I'll never forget the name, the super silver haze it was, uh, because I don't know why. They literally did not want to go on the other plants. This plant exhibited all the symptoms of russet mites and the other plants, although, of course, I cleaned them all, didn't have any. All right, Twisty, good luck. Let us know what's up. Hopefully uh, that, that helps out. Are you using any microbes, Twisty? Do we have it? Do we see? He did say recharge. He was using recharge. Okay, because that will definitely widen the pH range. Man, I don't know. Any takeaways? What would you, what would you advise, dude? I just gave my advice, man. I don't know. I'm just, just open. You guys said they're a little hungrier. I was frustrated that they're on two plants and not the other two plants, especially if they're all the same strain. Like, what the hell? Um, so, yeah, fundamentals. I'd, the first thing I'd start with is making sure I'm not over or underwatering. Uh, make sure that I am giving them complete range of nutrients. Get some pH drops. pH. Check, check your stuff. Check, uh, your check meter to make too. sure your meter is calibrated. Oh, good point, man. Yeah, um, double. And, and realistically, raise that pH some. You don't need to be watering it at 6.2. That that could be de- definitely contributing to what's going on long term. So in the comments, I got a little ball busting here from why don't worry. Why don't worry? 
says, if dude wants his mojo back, tell him to hit the recharge. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, he says, I mean the reset button. Wait, this isn't busting your balls. This has actually been really cool, I think, man. In a good way, yes. Um, I agree. Uh, it's not a silver bullet, but definitely recharge can help. Kai, like your wording there, reset button. Definitely use the recharge. For real, though, maybe a good mushroom trip at the botanical garden, walking around and appreciating how healthy everything is. Hell, yeah. I just might have to try it myself. Yeah, I think he's, talk he's talking about, you know, you're, man, you're a great grower. I've smoked some of your amazing weed that you've grown. You're just off track a little bit, man. You know, maybe it's a new space you got to get going or whatever. But uh, if you want your mojo back, uh, what, who is it? Why, why the worry? Is that what it is? You got it. You got yeah, it. Yeah, he says going over to the botanical gardens, man. Maybe got to go deeper, man. Got to take that ass. I agree. Hang with the plants, see what they're telling me, you know, up yeah. my game a little bit. Uh, not to mention the fungi and mushrooms, the psychedelic can go hand in hand with botanical garden and nature. Although they might wonder why you have wandered beyond the chain area and walked I know, into right? the actual <laughs> garden and hugged the botanical tree. Do you go there with people or you just take three or four grams and go there alone? Man? I think unless somebody's on the same page, I'm going alone. I don't know. You know yeah, I think I'd go alone, man. I'm sorry. Your conversation dude, is great, but I'm listening to the tree right now. Dude, you've been sitting on the bench for an hour now. Come on. People are waiting. <laughs> yeah. Doctor, another comment. Doctor Hungari. Says humic acids neutralize chlorine and chloramines. So does this mean if I'm using a humic acid in solution, I don't why dechlorinate my water? I mean chloramines as well. We buy expensive filters if you're trying to get chloramines out. That is not mine. That is uh, the doctor. He is a doctor, bro, with a K. He's, he's <laughs> not wrong. I'm just no. I'm just straight up. He's not wrong. But any organic compound that's uh, mixed in solution in the water is going to neutralize the chlorine specifically chloramines take a little bit more um but yeah no yep. any, anything in there is going to neutralize them the internet speaks man i have no idea what penlive.com <laughs> is but you can neutralize the chloramine by mixing one teaspoon of humic acid per Damn. 100 gallons of compost tea Whoa. teaspoon per 100 gallons man neutralizes the chlorine or chloramines chloramines damn yep. no shit yeah. Hey, I mean, that's like and I said, heavy metals, humic and folk gases are just amazing. Penlive.com. So, all right. Am I, I mean, literally at that point, if I'm doing like a water test, so some shit ran through, like I always say, I just stuck in my head from a hydrologics, got a small boy unit, which is a dechlorinator. But if you want to get not RO, just dechlorinator, no wastewater byproduct, but if you want to get the chloramines out, you got to buy a more expensive KDF 85 charcoal filter. Um, so why do that if I am running humics and folics? Is this safe to assume? Fairly, yes. Yeah, I think you'll be all right. All right, Dr. Hungary, all right. Recharge has humic and fulvic in it, and it works just fine with uh, chlorinated water. And honestly, oh. though, chlorinated water just in general isn't really, that much chlorine. really isn't that much of an issue. Uh, it's meant to be there when it's in line. As soon as you add some type of microbial component or humic and fulvic acids, it's going to neutralize that chlorine uh, anyways. Got and it. a long term, the only thing chlorine is going to do, it being in the water in the amount that it's in there, uh, open to air, not pressurized in a line, it, uh, long term, it, it could lower your soil pH some. But that's realistically like the only negative effect from it. Cool. Uh, thanks for all the information. Learning in public, as I say. We got one more comment from GS Friendly Trees MMJ. Says, oh, oh here's a little advice. here's a little ball busting, man. This is a tiny bit, but I don't know. I asked you about this, and you were willing to take it on. So come on, let's converse. Let's converse. Dude needs to feed his plants. The say wait. The say oh the same thing going twenty. I think dude dude needs to feed his plants. He. He says going 20 to 25% of what they recommend is over and I don't know, and not cutting it. The majority of companies do a great job on dosage and have spent a lot of money to figure that out. Have some faith, dude. He's busting so your I'm balls on your quarter strength nutrient. Is quarter strength to start yeah. and then build up. And I'm usually only at 75% of said recommended feed charts. Uh, let's We'll talk about it. I appreciate that tip. I want to save it for what's going on in my grow because I have some new information, Matt. Okay. Can I, can I just give you 
I played around yeah. because I have these grow dots now. I'm playing around by tablespoon and adding a tablespoon more to this one, tablespoon more to that one. And I am seeing to an extent that you can get more bigger buds with more fertilizer. So just a higher PPM of fertilizer will grow a larger, uh, to, up to an extent, up to an extent. But you can grow a plant on quarter strength or half strength nutrients. But when you get them eating that full strength nutrient, you are getting a bigger yield. And or at least I saw the experiments directly. I did it with gelato cake. Definitely got a better yield with the one with 100 grams. I can say that I agree. I just had a buddy that grows uh, for the free market comment on my it's not like super dense and it's not fluffy in a bad way. My harvest from Irie, um, the nugs like so sticky, man. So like they almost light on fire with all the right. like, you know, juiciness and um, very, uh, you called me out on it before. You're like, dude, this, this shit ain't ready to burn. I'm like, we'll roll up a J then. Cause it's really pliable. I think it might've been my Island sweet skunk. It almost feels at times like it's wet, but it's just resin coated. I don't necessarily feel that the big, bigger, harder, more nutrient fed buds are any better to a degree better for harvest as far as uh better in consumption or thc strength i think it's, it's opinionative what's up mo better mo is better man now how much yeah. light did you have man is because that's what i always think when airy buds i think to myself not enough light again i did not most... say airy my friend okay oh, not okay airy that sounds that's Pardon negative it's negative it sounded like you were euphemizing euphemizing there man i have know? three four eighty five watt bars four foot long bars each one 85 watts and my two by four tent they seem to be doing dandy yeah that's a lot of light man there's a lot of light um okay we'll talk about continue the conversation and what's going on in my gross thanks yes friendly cheese mmj uh, before we get to our next grower question i want to do a reminder of our top five grow tips scotty we put together a little guide for you guys top five grow tips to get better buds yes. over at dogrows.com forward slash buds uh, it's a good place just to do a quick audit of your garden or say, hey, man, we, we meet Guru Scotty, put our heads together and said, what well, has been a game changer in your grow and your growing career? Uh, went from microbes to lighting to uh, a few different things. IPM. Environment, genetics, all this stuff, man. We started arguing about it. Not arguing, right? So if you want to check out a good guide, dudegrows.com forward slash buds. All right, recharge and tease for the finish. Okay. By Deuce and, Deuce, and Deuce and Roxy. Deuce and Roxy. First of all, I want to give a shout out to the show. You guys are awesome. It recharges the shit. Amazing. Or that shit is amazing. Okay. Hey, thank you. Very kind. <clears throat> My question is for the final stages of flower. I've been running Ocean Forest with Warm Castings and Gaia Green 444 and 284. That's Gaia Green's all-purpose Dry Amendment, the 444 is their all-purpose, and the 284, these are the MPK numbers, is their bloom. Plus a little cow mag here and there. I go straight from root riot plugs into three-gallon pots with the mix I mentioned above. Uh, I veg for about six weeks with water only. So he's making an amended mix here with these dry amendments. Um, then he goes and transplants to 20 gals, uh, pots with a fresh mix of the same soil, and flip the flower. I add recharge every other water and mix it with a compost tea, usually Malibu compost bags and a little Epsom salt. Now, Malibu compost, I wonder, I know they have a compost. They're a pretty cool company, uh, but they make, are the compost bags like ready to go? Type See, what do you know about them? I just got to ask you. They're a pretty cool company because they have a cool Malibu compost name. Hold you on. Know anything <laughs> about them at all? I, Malibu compost is cool. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious why dude said that. It's mainly because like, the label. It is. Yes, yes, is. that's what I thought. I suspected that. So it is really high quality compost. It's a biodynamic compost. Um, I'm not going to explain biodynamic right now, but you look it up. It's cool. It's really, really high quality, well made compost. Uh, and yeah, I think they make like little compost tea bags where it's like you brew it in there with your compost. But realistically, if you're using recharge, you don't need to brew it. If you're going to brew that compost tea, brew it and add the recharge right at the end before you go to water it in. It's going to be the best best way to use okay. it. Okay. Thank you. And for by the way, I'm sure they're wonderful people. I was just busting <laughs> your balls, man, because I knew you just liked the bag. Yes. <laughs> they seem yes. so cool, man. You know, Malibu and shit. California. The recharge works its magic, and for the most part, I have no issues, water only. 
My question is, sometimes I see slight deficiency in some plants and not others the last few weeks of flower. Here, getting to the question here. Uh, I am currently in week six of flower on a few strains that run around about 10 or 11 weeks. Should I top dress them one more time since it's all organic amendments anyway, and the plant will take what it wants until they finish out, or should I just let the minor deficiencies at the end go and let them fade? I just don't want to waste amendments at week six if they won't really make that much of a difference. The deficiency usually looks like a CalMag issue. You love everybody says CalMag, but it's definitely not that because I add CalMag through week eight. It's sometimes it seems like a PK potassium phosphorus deficiency on the minor end, but it could also be the lights pushing certain strains past their ability and not affecting others. So the what, question here- What are here, we seeing? I'm sorry, what are we seeing? Because I see a ton of nutrition in there. There's definitely uh, a lot of, I mean, there's good green in the leaves, plenty of nitrogen in there. I feel like what, I almost see like the, we the perfect burn. I the see the perfect burn, yeah, on the tips. I see you turning off. up a little bit, yeah. Well, if he's at, let's say I agree with you in these pictures we're seeing, but at week six, He's got 10 to 11 to go. So for another month, at least I would, sure. I mean, yeah, you can top dress. What do we say? The, the bioavailability, do I say when you put a top dress guys, top dressing means you're taking some dry amendments, sprinkle them on top of your containers. And when you water through, they leach down into your, your rhizosphere, but it takes a minute for them to become plant available. It takes a couple of weeks. Um, I mean, weeks. I mean like there, there, some of it's going to be available sooner. Um, but for the, bulk of it to be available yeah it's going to take a couple weeks and not only does it seep down into the soil the in uh like a natural system plants will send feeder roots up to the surface to oh, nice. to uh absorb that nutrition um which is a cool thing to see too like it's where we you could pull back a top dress a little bit a couple or a week after you've done it and there will be feeder roots coming up into it Hence why a layer of something at the top of your media helps out with those feeders oh, yeah. have probably a little dark area. What do you use? Do you use anything for that? So I, some people I have hydrolock irrigations. So oh, they, they, they cover my, my root. <laughs> Not all of it, but yes, a bit of it. A lot of it. Um, all they need is dark, though, because you're not putting actually any material. You're just providing darkness. Needs, uh, no, I'm, I'm also, it stays very moist in there. It acts like a mulch on the top um, where it. it keeps the top of the soil covered all the time. Um, I always want to use hay because I think it would look cool, more farming. Sure, there ain't time. nothing living in there. Yeah, you don't want to I use know hay. it freaks me you out. You want to use the barley straw that's like leftover from mushroom cultivation. That is the, mm. the like clean stuff to use. Build a soil sells some of that yes, leftover they do. mushroom cultivation shit. You can get mm. that chopped up rubber tire mulch. Pretty good. <laughs> the shit that's just this odd color. Oh shit, yeah. that would make me grow. That'd be disappointing. Um, would be, all right. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that that helped you out. I would say one more thing for Deuce and Roxy. Um, I've never grown fully where you're just mixing amendments in and going water only. But in the situation where you might run into a deficiency, if you don't have your system totally dialed, and sometimes you do anyway, running different strains, I like, you know me, hashtag no spill, like to have some bottles around, man. Like if you're going to water in some BioBiz or some type of liquid organic that's going to hit these plants, Still going to take a minute, but it's going to be quicker. It's more bioavailable, if you will, than top dressing. Um, and going on to say your show is legit. Thanks for the knowledge. Thanks for the compliments. And man, I, Scott, this canopy looks nice. Nice and trellised out. Yeah. Um, good looking buds. I don't see the deficiency in here. Maybe not a deficiency. Is, is he saying he wants a PK boost? Is that what he's saying? To try to firm those flowers up? I mean, they look great to me. I don't, I don't think there's too much you can do right now. Yeah. Organically. Sonny and Pectopia says, anytime I top dress, I fuck shit up, so I'll not be helpful. <laughs> yeah. You just know what? I This is not my style of growing, so I'm just kind of here as a spectator. Um, I agree. Uh, well, in a different way. You amend your soil with a synthetic type time release, right? He's amending in soil with an organic, if I can call it time release. So just different style. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. But I won't tell him what to do. Uh, before next question, we're going to tell you what to do since uh, Deuce and Roxy enjoying some recharge. Uh, recharge it up, man. Check out realgrowers.com, coupon code DUDE, and dudesworld.ca if you're yeah. growing the dank in Canada. I'll hook you up with some recharge. Grow dots as well over at realgrowers.com and Amazon Prime, Real Growers Recharge. Hook it up, guys. Uh, dudegrows.com is a great resource. As you saw, we just covered a question, but use that search bar not just for recharge on the homepage. 
for whatever the hell you want, man. It's a great resource, tons of information we pay annually to keep up there rocking, man. We got multiple servers, yo. Whoa. I like to tell yes. people they're in Iceland. Multiple servers. Um, and that reminds me also, you guys that I forgot to mention, if you want some recharge and you are DTC Pedusa, there is a post up. I think it's still going on. Scotty was hooking up some greed, greed dots, crow dots, and some recharge for you Pedusas. Check out the post on uh, dudegrows.com for the coupon code. You can, not dudegrows.com, sorry. Over when you're logged in on Patreon, check out that coupon code and get yourself hooked up. Yes. Hooked, hooked up. Hooked. Is that hooked. Canadian? What's going on? Uh, trying to do I look more Canadian. I'm trying to grow my beard out more, but I have one of those beards that only <laughs> it only grows to like a number six on the shaver and then it just starts to get it doesn't fill in good. Bro, you look Canadian. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna get a red plaid shirt. Will that help as well? Hockey jersey. You just mm. need to wear a hockey jersey snowboarding, okay? <laughs> I do, just for the hell of it. Who is that that got that style going as well? It was uh, Silent J. Wasn't he into hockey jerseys? Silent J and Loud Bob, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just Silent um, Bob, right? J and sorry. Silent Bob. You got it. Uh, another Grow Talk question here. The Droop by Twill420. The Droop. Okay, so... Wow, these don't look good. Uh, what's up, DGC? Running Coco. And guys, we're looking at, I always like to paint the picture. Uh, one plant that's real droopy. Another couple plants that are one that looks not as droopy. And two plants that are maybe kind of okay. And if you notice, he is in uh, those air pots, which help with overwatering. But let's talk about it. Uh, running cocoa and new millennium nutrients at half strength. All right, dude, stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and... Um, this auto flower run, Bruce Banner is looking a little droopy, reduced the feeding from three to two times a day and still sagging them pants. The amnesia haze is thriving. What can I do? Dry them out totally and resume the scheduled fertigation. Thanks guys. Stay lit. Your garden looks cool, by the way. Nice little, uh, manifold there for the irrigation. And, uh, I would say, hang on. Bechtopia's got it. She says, have you been talking down to them? They look like my dog, Bob, when he's in trouble. Talk nice to them, give encouragement, and of course, stop overwatering. Yeah, well, if you look you at the last picture, the two plants on the right look pretty good. Um, but that's not to say he still could be overwatering. It's pretty easy to tell if you're overwatering. Let your plants get a bit drier, reduce irrigation, and see if they change. They look very nutrient-fed. like Nothing wrong there. We'll start picking them up, though, is really getting yeah. a, a feeling for them. And just Good point. once they're completely saturated, you can do this with solo cups is a really easy way to learn because they're light. But the difference between a, a fully saturated solo cup and then one that's about halfway is when it's perfect. And then you can see them when they start to droop. So uh, I'd be willing to bet. Yeah, they, like everybody says, overwatering. It is so easy to do. You've got to let these things uh, dry out. You got to let the roots breathe a little bit. Kind or, of tough. So he's or you got to have enough roots that it's drinking enough water that it's almost impossible to overwater it. Well, he says the amnesia haze are looking great. Look at the two plants on the right in the last picture. They look fine. Um, this is a problem of growing different strains, and he has all all four plants on the same irrigation system. But some can handle more abuse than others. I agree. That's um, kind of and so this is also this is a VPD thing going on here. Um, I'd like to just sorry see in the question. Doesn't have any environmental parameters on here. I would guess um, that the stomatas on this plant are staying closed more often, so the VPD is too high. Um, if you lower it down uh, to where the the plant is transpiring a lot more, they drink a lot more water. It's a lot harder to overwater them. Um, so, yes, you can fix this uh, by stopping to like ceasing irrigation on the plants, letting them dry out, um, and then uh, building back up to the irrigation schedule you were on. Um, but also I would try and fix those environmental parameters because they're probably what is causing this to begin with. Even just continually exhausting, you know, if you, maybe if you have no exhaust fan in the tent, I could see that happening. You know, so I think it's just, I, I potentially agree with what you're saying. I think it's straight up. These two strains aren't as thirsty. I'm gonna give you a pro tip. You want to keep using your irrigation system if possible. You can get a drip emitters on the plants that don't need as much water with the reduced mm -hmm. volume. Mm -hmm. um, and try and get that dialed in because if you want to keep using your irrigation system 
Obviously, these plants need less water, but it's all in the same cycle stat or whatever you have going on. So try to look at lower volume. And the, so also these uh, manifolds, I think this is a Floraflex manifold that he has here. It's really similar to the Hydrolock manifold. They're probably the same, just one's green and one is uh, not green. Um, with those, uh, if you have multiple drippers going to each site, which I kind of see two going to each plant site in here, I'm just kind of guessing. Um, in that, uh, the manifold, there are plugs you can put in there to plug up one of your drip emitters so that your other plants are still getting uh, um, water emitted from both mm -hmm. emitters. You can cut the amount in half without having to change your irrigation schedule for the other ones by putting one of those plugs in there too. Um, oh, that, that works pro pretty tip. well. I, I'm doing that currently uh, with my super lemon haze. It drinks considerably less water than the Pura Vita Sour Lime Cookies or the Cherry Paloma. So it actually is, is getting about half as much water uh, per irrigation cycle than the other ones. Well, there would excellent. be abandon the automatic watering until you get this dialed in by hand. Yeah, and feel the water weight. I love that. I mean, you know, you can do that in anything depending on physical limitations. But when you get to 20 gals and bigger, it's kind of hard. But even still, you can lift up even the side of a container and be like, okay, I got an idea here. Mm -hmm. uh, before we got what's going on in our grows, but I want to tell you about a pro in our grows, in all of our grows, actually. HLG, guys, the pros list is over at dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Tons of coupon codes over there for you to save for your grow. Today, I wanted to talk a little about HLG's got two new lights out. Been out for a minute, though. The Black Wing and the Black Bird. Guys, the Black Wing and the Black Bird. What they did with these um, is basically the Black Bird has... 50 more diodes than the HLG 600. Now, I believe they're the same wattage, but it's more spread out. If you've seen Gurus grow coming up, might have some uh, little video here. More spread out diodes, less intensity. You can get closer to the canopy. It's more friendly, user-friendly in a tent or limited ceiling heights. The HLG 600R, which I run, I run usually at least two feet off. And then again, I could learn how to dim that down a little more. I got to play with that with my pro meter. Um, but... It also is full cycle. It's got the red diodes in there, the 660 nanometer deep reds, um, as well as, uh, yeah, this quality. Guys, the quality, customer service, made in the USA. Grow Mouse is kicking it over there now. We got to get a hold of that cat. We don't take advantage of that enough to get some good, great LED light information. Coupon code DUDE at Horticulture Lighting Group. Lights from all the way down to from 65 watts up, which I run two other HLG 65s behind me where that green light is in that little tent. Nice. Um, but yeah, guys, check out Horticultural Lighting Group and shop for your grow at dudegrows.com forward slash pros. All right. In our grows, your water's changed, eh? Dude, I've been playing around. You know, I only use recharging the grow dots. And I'm looking just in my veg. I've just got a few plants growing in veg. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here, man? Actually, everything just maybe 10 days ago started looking like crap. I'm like, I'm doing the same thing I was always doing. What's going on here? Started having... Yeah, just weird issues. And sure enough, man, my I went and tested my water, pH tested it. It's like between eight and nine. It's above eight, man. It's like switched a bright reservoirs blue. on you. Yeah, they switched reservoirs. What, what we mean by that is uh, we have water reservoirs and the, I guess the water district or whatever will pull from one or pull from the other. And I'll be damned, man, way different. It went from right around seven to almost nine. Yeah, that's a good thing to check. That happened to um, me when I worked at uh, actually Way to Grow in Boulder, Colorado, way back in the day. And people were coming in like with these issues. And one guy finally came and he's like, dude, there was you could we called like they switched the reservoir for X amount of time. So it's good to test right. your, your base, your base water. If this could be your situation, uh, know what's going on with your pH. And we always recommend a have one not by me, but the little aquarium testers or the clear testers. That's what I got, man. Five bucks. Uh, the strips work for if you have a clear solution. Obviously, some people mix up some funky, let's say you're mixing up recharge, for example. It doesn't work in that where you're relying on watercolor. Right. But right. it's a good base test to test your meter. Um, I found out that the my fish tank back here, which is looking better, by the way, ain't it, um, is testing right around with like a regular shaker chemical test, if you will, mm -hmm. um, right around seven. And my blue lab was telling me it was like at eight, five consistently. And I was like, oh shit, I got to pH this down. And I was like, no, check it first. Yeah. Yeah. So check oh, like cross-reference your meters guys. If you can, if you have the means, no, don't get two meters that take batteries and probes and shit. Just cross-reference with chemical. Yeah. Chemical. Get, this, get the $6 general hydroponics bottle of 
you know, of, of chemical test. It's pretty easy to use. Um, in my grow, I'm learning. My plants, eh, not as good as I want. You can check out my plants here. Look way better than they did. They do look well, way better, man. Uh, they're about, they're getting happier. They're putting on proper leaf color. They're about to get their full set of leaves. And right about at this point, not quite yet, but I'm about ready to transplant and go to 12-12, man. I got to get these things moving. I don't want this tent to get closer. It's going to get potentially too hot, Scotty. I know you're saying, why flip yet? Why not grow these out into a one gallon? Have some nice big plants. That's not okay, the point. No, I, I've never, I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I've never. I'll still get decent sized plants one out of these. Question, I've never flipped this early. What's one up? question for you, dude, and it's something I think might have been going on with your seedlings. Did you have a temperature uh, controller on your heat mat that you had the seedlings on? Yeah, and are, was are they about still this, on yeah. the heat? Like I saw a comment from someone and thought about it, and they very well could be right. Uh, are they still on that heat mat? They were currently? never in a heat on a heat mat. They're in this tent, and the dome was on this uh, on this for a while, and the dome kept them at about eighty five percent humidity and eighty three degrees. So, and then I didn't when I took the dome, I didn't gently get them into the lower humidity zone at all either, which gotcha. shocked them. I mean, I took them right from eighty percent to like thirty percent, um, and didn't get, get a humidifier for like a week. Just again, lazy, busy shit. Dare I say the word effing taxes? Dear God. <laughs> uh, but um, I think that it was running a little warm. And uh, now they, uh, yeah, they're coming around, man. I'm learning about uh, the prior comments. Some plants I'm going to need to feed a little more. I was going in at, uh, dear God, I don't have the EC. Do I have the EC converter chart in front of me since we can't say PP anymore? Okay, I was going in at about 1.5 to, to 1.7 EC, yo. Um, and some plants are going to need more than that. And also they were starved from the get go, man. I planted them in inert media, let them pop. And then they stayed wet for too long. I saturated the hell out of this media before I planted the seeds. I should have only saturated it a little bit, you know, water the plant, not the container. Uh, Sonny Bectopia, I believe said that, um, it's a great, it's a great comment, man. Some guys, if you're going to plant into, let's say you're, hey, you're transplanting into a five gal with a solo cup. Don't soak the whole five gal, right? Get the plant established, water around right, it a little bit. Right. Another uh, school of thought you can go and technique you can use on that. Pre-moisten your media to the right amount of moisture in the media. So like before you transplant into the five gallon pot, go ahead and moisten the media that's in that five gallon pot to the point that you can squeeze it and barely a drop of uh, water comes out of there and then transplant into it and give it a light water in around the edge oh, is, is another way to do it and uh, minimize that, uh, that shock. On a side note, my one, two, counting in my head, one, two, three jalapeno plants in three gal rain science bags and my two Caribbean red habaneros are starting to do a lot better. I'm, I'm doing more research and learning. Dude, obviously different plants, different species need different... Sure. Uh, ECs to succeed, and I was like I said at oh. first I was feeding these peppers. What's up? Of the peppers you're saying? Because I yeah, ran at first a I was feeding the peppers. I was just telling you I ran a shitload of grow dots experiments at like high, medium, and low dose for peppers last year, <clears throat> and most of them responded. Whether it was a high, medium, or low dose, it really didn't matter. Like if it was a jalapeno or a red hob or a, a yellow, you know, orange hob or something like that. They kind of responded, would you say, linearly to the dose? Well, the way I'm feeding, which is with just uh, Medi Ones, a Green Planet, all in one, four, three, three, or I'm also using uh, some what I have. I have leftovers, some Ramo nutrients, full line, watering those in again. At my typical EC was around 1.7 or so. And you like how good I'm getting through? I'm getting quick with these. Oh, here's what sucks. Uh, I got to be completely honest. I have no idea what PPM you're talking about. I have no no reference. Around 800 at the most is. for the peppers. So I'll so, do the conversion. So, wait, wait, wait. so then 1.7 EC is 800 because if we're on the, I'm five, just looking at the 500 scale here. or this first off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are we on the 500 scale or the 700 scale? I'm on the, I'm on the 500 scale. This, this is the exact well, reason why. Just use EC. Forget about fucking PPMs. Don't worry about them. But it it's, don't like, matter. It's, like talking in, it's like talking in Greek to our audience, though. Our audience is... No, not it. everybody. Plenty of our audience understands EC. I'll do the the, the conversion for a it's little bit. It times the other EC by 500. It's not... Or 700, depending on which scale you want to be on. But, but like, don't use a scale and just be on EC. Agreed. My point is I have no idea how much you're feeding them at one point. Not enough. EC. That was like how I was feeding my cannabis. Um, 
which is enough for some strains. And I'm reading here on, I'm like hydroponic hot pepper guides. And, then, and actually when I searched uh, pe pepper plant EC nutrition, pulled up way more articles than PPM, FYI. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I'm sure but they're it going did, in. But then again, where did they get, where are they learning from? What's the nomenclature of their uh, uh, tribe? For us, it's been PPM for so long. If we're trying to teach people how to we're grow, trying, we're trying, we're trying to explain it. You know, it sucks to not be able to talk in their language. I well, what happens if you only if you only hear EC talk the whole show? You're kind of forced to, to go get a conversion and try and, and learn to do it. It's like a foreign language, right? That hot chick that you like that only speaks French. What are you going to do? You're going to learn French. Huh. <laughs> true true at least a little bit you're gonna be like bonjour je m'appelle dude i just want to try to give them the most useful advice i can to our audience so ppm i barely speak any french um hey back to the grow talk i was way underfeeding man like by more than half like i'm looking at ec requirements they're recommending 3.0 to 3.5 which ppm would be 2100 to 2450 and I was like, dude, because when I started wow. feeding them like double what I was, they responded good. I'm still seeing some deficiencies in the leaves, but now it's like, holy shit, I can feed them a lot more. I guess it takes a lot more power to create peppers than bud. It also depends it, on your container size, too. Or three gals. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, the, the not smaller much of a battery. container you're in, the bigger PPM or higher uh, EC you want to be using. I'm not stoked though, man. I've made some good hot sauce and it's nothing more rewarding than making hot sauce out of your office. So uh, there uh, is a growing weed in your closet. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy almost both of them equally in my life. So weed and hot sauce and beer and uh, cold brew. Putting them on an island and happy. Do you think the difference is that you can buy hot sauce for five or seven dollars at the grocery store? You don't get the taste of you're well, saying uh, from fresh and, hot sauce you're saying you know like yeah the hot sauce i make i mean there's some damn good hot sauces out there but it would have to be it can't be sit on a shelf it has to right. be refrigerated you know due to the cilantro um in there the fresh peppers that it's the whole pepper that's going in there too and blended up not just like a lot of times they'll use just the mash or just the seeds and hot sauce but yeah you don't get that same dude fresh taste okay right on uh, Gurus Grow, what do you got going on? You got another little little video for us here? Yeah, I got a little update for everybody. You doing uh, some steering, yo? Uh, starting to, yeah, starting to. Holy shit, you took home, oh my God, this many leaves? I took that I've many leaves off. Before, yeah. And I, back. I will guarantee you it will come back and it will do exactly what I want it to. And it's just uh, older growth photosynthesizes much less efficiently than newer growth does. So I removed all of the older growth that was on there. Uh, I'm about 90% of the way done. I got some work to do when I get home. But pretty much every single fan leaf that is not directly connected to a bud site, I've stripped off the plant. Dude, um, these look naked. Guys, we're looking at plants that are really stripped. How far into bloom are you? Day 21. Give me give me three days, and it will not look like this anymore. Is so this what they call schwazing? This is uh, not exactly um that is uh, even more heavy-handed than this and you do that at the start of flower too i think the that technique is like day 11 and okay. day 21 um and a, a thinning of, uh, when you flip to flower so no i didn't follow that exactly but this bud set has happened it's not really stretching anymore um i'm gonna start to bring uh, uh down my humidity and temperature to an extent like i'll probably through the last, uh, to the finish, I'll bring my temperatures down from 85 uh, to 80, and then the corresponding humidities to have that VPP now, at like 1.3 to 1.5. What percentage of leaves did you remove, you would, would you think? 40. 80? 40. 40. Yeah. Man, you need to even out that canopy. It's starting to bug me. I Because just my growth style totally be bending some of those taller ones over Different. right now. That's the haze, right? And see, so that's a uh, one. These plants and leaves up at the top are handling the amount of light they're getting just fine. It's not too much. They're at forty three dl. I know it's, it's just it's how I like to. I like an even everything. canopy. Uh, I I can get over that if I'm going to get way more bud by doing it this way. Um, I've we'll I've uh, increased the amount of light penetration. Like I, I measured it. It was at fifty ppfd in the middle of my canopy uh, before I stripped. It's at like 300 now. So I've uh, 6x the amount of light the lower buds are getting. 
Um, didn't really stress the plants out that much. They got irrigated right before I started stripping them. Um, yeah, man, everything's going good. We're going to have a lot of weed. You know, you need to get some kids, a wife, more tax stuff, a couple businesses, two guinea pigs. Your daughter wanted you to take you here. Your kid wanted to take you there in your life. All right. I just like to talk shit since my girl's not looking as good. But is this AC Infinity tent you're in, it looks like it opens up like a mofo there. Is it? It opens like, up all except for one side. And I have that side uh, up against a wall. So, yeah. Dude, I, so you can, I, like, I, can open, I can open it up all the way around, get to the back corner everywhere. And specifically, check out this back corner. Uh, the back left corner, that's a super limit haze. It is a foot shorter than every other strain that's in there. Mm -hmm. um, I won't be growing it again. It is just interesting that it's a haze. It's super short. Uh, it's bud development is faster than everything else, but it just doesn't fit in with these. And like, realistically, I might just grow cherry paloma next round. It's either that or pop some seeds. I haven't really decided yet. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, look, you guys, since you really just showed off that beautiful AC Infinity tent, check them out, guys. ACInfinity.com over there. A lot of great grow gear. Coupon code DUDE. What's up, Scotty? Guru, you don't think you're going to get tired of Cherry Paloma? It's like... No. So, like, specifically for me, as far as, like, medicine, that helps me fall asleep better than almost anything I've tried. Scroopy Nukers was another really good one, and Dominion Skunk is another one. But, like, those three strains specifically uh really helped me fall asleep at night and like that is an issue for me sometimes so <sighs> you want to tell me who's slinging the recharge support your local grow store please do it do it now now if i shout out to tom or mr green mr green grow supply in broken arrow illinois and oklahoma oh illinois oklahoma. i'm sorry man i got obsessed by thinking if it was tom green remember mr green <laughs> tom green doesn't he I live do. out of a van now i think so i'm not so sure about his comedy style yeah, it's weird. He ended up being a weird dude, huh? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Thank you, Mr. Green Grow Supply. Appreciate you, Tom. Well, I'm going to shout out to the DGC producers. I want you guys to hook it up if you want to become a member and enjoy the DGC producership. <laughs> like that, twocoats.com forward slash support, making the show happen. Let's shout out to some of these producers, man. I'm going to give thanks here to Parabus Maximus. And OG Roach and the Devil's Weed says, fuck the trolls, rock your style, Scotty. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've never fucked a troll before, but. <laughs> uh, oddly Oddish and Jeff the Omega One, trademark New Jersey, USA. It's pretty <laughs> cool. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to give thanks to Frogman420 and Ragweed. How's it growing? Hey, Fish Ganja guys, up to some cool stuff over there. And Big Belly Buds 420. What's up, Bird Egg Greasy and Bong Steen Bear? How's it growing? Yeah, we'll get a little wilder weed. Get that wilder <laughs> weed, bro. All right, stay Shout higher, my friends. Stay higher, my friends. I don't say it's enough. Scare yourself. Scare yourself. It's good for the heart. Once a day, you can't. <laughs> I'll give it a whirl. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude.